Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Conservative. What I don't like about Washington is they're very nice to your face, and then they take a shiv or a machete and they stab it in your back. I'm a Wall Street guy, and I'm more of a front-stabbing person, and, and I'd rather tell people directly how I feel about them. Nobody talk about politics. Like, don't say anything, you know. A marriage that's been through it all. She has filed for divorce over his naked political ambition. These are the views of a couple in love. A couple with children. A couple with differing opinions and perspectives a couple that survived he's kind of like an impetuous guy in in many ways that's great in some ways it's tough when you're married what leads them back to each other communication conversation and a realistic outlook on the world we live in your hosts anthony and deirdre scaramucci this is mooch and the missus mic okay i turned on my mic i'm a radio um novice clearly but here i am alone in the studio anthony's out living his best life in the middle east right oh my god that's that that's how you say it i'm being sarcastic actually i felt really bad for you oh my god my husband is out there toiling you know and so forth no i feel really bad we actually went away last week we have a lot of we had a lot of sleep deprivation because we shared a room with our one and a half year old. So we basically stayed up the entire vacation marching around a room trying to put him back to sleep. And then after all that, we flew home on a five hour flight and then Anthony got off the flight and got on a 14 hour flight to the Middle East. So that's strong. I must give you credit and props. That's that's pretty strong. No, yeah, that was after the one, the one year old was literally screaming in like a full bun's eye. For uh, two two hours on the plane and uh, had the entire first class like in a total tumult and frenzy. Yeah. He was wailing his metal bus at people. I thought the stewardess was going to unlock the door to the cockpit and allow me and and James into the cockpit. It's just so that she couldn't hear the kid for a couple hours. Yeah. No, she told me to go into the bathroom with him. Is that what she told you? Yes. No, no, seriously. Horrifying. He was in in a full scream for uh, two two plus hours. But the child is somewhat addictive because he has an abusive personality. I mean, he comes at you smacking you, punching you, yelling. Yeah, but then you want more when you wake up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I miss him. I'm sitting here in uh, Abu Dhabi. Uh, We're going to put our conference here in November. And so we met with the... uh, economic development team here uh jared is here as well just by coincidence he's already left the uh the city but he was here this morning uh, at the same time uh talking about the middle east peace process and the the president's obviously in vietnam and so i'm back to uh back to work at skybridge which is a lot of fun we're looking forward to having a big event here uh and we're going to be working with the abu dhabi government uh to create our first SALT conference in the Middle East. And so we're super excited about that. And obviously we have our conference coming up in May in Las Vegas. So this is 
a lot of fun stuff happening, but uh, let's talk a little bit about the Vietnam situation. Huh? I feel what like you, there's so you... much news. Um, there's yeah. so much news. Um, so what, do what do you want? What do I think? Yeah, tell me about Rocket Man's strategy going <laughs> into this. Uh, His strategy? Well, honestly, I was just talking with Neil, our producer, about it. I think that it's so genius by Trump to to have him, you know, befriended in some ways this guy. I mean, I think it's a total strategy. I think he's knows exactly what he's doing, but it makes so much sense to do cuz I like I was saying to Neil, say I met with somebody from like, you know, the Bloods or Crips or whatever to try to to calm them down. That doesn't mean I condone their behavior or I'm on the same page as them, you know what I mean? So, the fact that he's meeting with them or him, I should say, I think is a good thing. I don't think it that means he agrees with anything he does. I think he's just trying to get him to not be so nuts. And, and it was a very tough dialogue at the beginning. Fire and fury, total annihilation. My button is bigger than yours and my button works. Remember that? You don't remember that. And people said, Trump is crazy. And you know what it ended up being? A very good relationship. I like him a lot and he likes me a lot. Nobody else would have done that. Yeah. Well, first of all, Trump always sounds like he needs a big, tall glass of water. He always sounds like he has, like, cotton mouth, doesn't he? Doesn't he always sound thirsty? Uh, Does he yeah, drink he water like... or he only drinks soda? No, he drinks water. Oh. You remember he's had the two hands shaking with the Fiji water? <laughs> you remember that whole thing? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I said. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. I remember that, but he just always sounds thirsty. But, um... Yeah, no, no. The, 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 the problem is he, he likes cuffing things, and so he's... He's at his best when he doesn't have any script. He thinks scripts are super boring. And oh. so, uh, you know, but I think what you're saying about I'm confused by what these, you're saying, but either which way. Go ahead. No, I'm saying that he, 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 you know, he always sounds like that because he's taking deep breaths as he's trying to think about what the hell he's going to say. Oh, no, but it always mouth. sounds like his tongue right. is like pasty and gross. Yeah. But either way. But, so... Um, what do you think about, about him going there? What? Well, tell me, tell me what you just flesh it out a little more. Why do you think it's smart for him to meet with a guy? Because you don't want to rile someone up who has like nuclear weapons. You want to embrace them. You know what I mean? You want, it's, it's literally the term, keep your friends close, but keep your enemies closer type thing. So it's literally that to the T. You don't want to alienate somebody and demonize them and like get their backup when they're the ones, you know, that could press the button and the last 15 years of American policy has been not to give this guy the time of day. And that if you give him the time of day, you're uh, reinforcing his behavior. No, you're not. He's going to do what he's going to do, no matter what we say or do what, however we handle ourselves as it relates to him is not going to impact his behavior in his own country. That is a fact. So I think that's wrong. I think we've been wrong. So he's trying something new. He's switching it up. And I agree with it. I think that we need to get into his mind a little bit, figure out what he's thinking, and try to calm him down a little bit so that we don't get blown to smithereens. He is a sick puppy. (laughs) Well, he is a sick puppy. And he, like, feeds his family to puppies. Doesn't he feed his family to dogs? He he called me a sick puppy after my Bill Maher appearance. He called me to tell me that I was a sick puppy. So, I know, he likes using the word sick puppy, but... But listen, I mean, I, I like the strategy because it's not conventional and Trump is a counterintuitive uh, chess player. And so I like the strategy. I like the fact that he's there and uh, 
I think he's he's a great simplifier. What Trump basically said on the way over there, President Trump said on the way over there, is that hey, you know, he's not shooting rockets. It's better off for us, and uh, as long as he's not testing anything. Um, we're in a better position now than we were in the summer of 2017. Yep, I agree. So Do you think Kim Jong-un's smoking cigarettes during their meeting? Um, no, I don't okay. think so. Why do you think he is? No, I mean, do you think he'll be like the guy in the office that has to go outside for the smoke break? Yes. Mm. yes Little rocket man. <laughs> yeah, I think, he's, I think he's smoking and uh, he's probably eating, you what know, do you, What do you think food. he eats? I don't want to say because it's probably not politically correct. Whatever I'm going to say is going to be overly st- stereotypical, and then I'm going to horrify another community. Okay, good idea. Let's move up. Yeah, I'd rather not say and just say that it's high high in calories. So let's just put it that way. It's it's like right? akin to what my diet, my caloric intake, right? So no, that was another fine. thing. Vacation. Ugh, I need a cleanse. I'm so gross. So basically. I want to just go from something really serious to some, this is probably like a very hard turn, but I'm just like thinking as a wife about this Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga thing from the Oscars. So we didn't, I missed it. I missed the Oscars because we just landed back in New York Mm -hmm. and I was hustling to get the kids ready for bed and back Mm -hmm. to school on Monday. And you missed it, I think, because you're on the plane to the Middle East. But Mm -hmm. I watched their performance um, online yesterday Mm-hmm. And I've been, okay. I've been thinking this the whole entire time since this movie came out, A Star Is Born, and all this hoopla and talk and hype about it. And honestly, if I was Bradley Cooper's girlfriend, I'd be like, enough already. Like, I'm a big Lady Gaga fan, but she's borderline, border like she's borderline annoying about him now at this point. Don't you think? Have you seen her like talk uh, about him or look at him okay, or anything? So I want to be like. Well, I just get want to say because I was prepared. off. Get away! Like, keep it in your pants, yeah, Gaga. Well, because I was mm-hmm. sorry. Oh, okay, because I was preparing for this, I actually watched it, and so I think this is the dilemma for Hollywood. This is the dilemma for the acting community. Okay, she's they, not they acting. Because like, oh, if you because if you hear her speak about him in any acceptance speech or in an interview, she gushes about him, and she's like. And he's weird, too. He's like, the first time I met her, we locked eyes, and I was like, wow. Like, what the fuck? Oh, I'm sorry. I can't say it. What the hell are you talking? Like, if if you were talking like that about somebody or vice versa, I'd, like, kick you in the throat. I, I, no. Well, yeah. I mean, you would put a high heel spike into my temple. Last so, time you I mean, did that, I marched to the divorce lawyer, remember? Uh, uh, oh, my God. Is that <laughs> where we're going? I mean, I'm, I'm 8,000 miles away. Is that where we're going? I mean... Let me see if there's a bomb shelter here in this five-star hotel. Oh, my God. Uh, Excuse me. Is there a bomb shelter downstairs? I may need one. Tell Irina Shake to call me. I need to give her a few tips. There's incoming missiles. Okay, but listen, I mean, I watched I'm the new rocket man. I I would just say this, okay? You know, there's probably something going on there, period, the end, you know? No, but I mean... It's just weird. So I never knew Bradley Cooper was married to Jennifer Esposito. She's an actress that was in um, mm-hmm. some movies like in mm-hmm. the 90s and stuff. And Okay, he's no, obviously no longer married. No, they're not married over. anymore. But she even like commented last night or, then you know, Sunday night saying like, God, like, ugh. You know, so it's just an, enough already. Hopefully this movie will blow over and I never have to hear about it again. About her, how much she loves him.
Well, I don't know. Was, I didn't see the movie, so you, I don't think you saw the movie, right? So, no, I'm just... But I've seen all the press that they've done, because it's everywhere, you know? So... so but the, the two movies I have seen, because I've been flying around uh, uh, since I left New York, were The Green Book, because I figured, let me download that. It won the best picture. Fascinating. I mean, it's... a. Uh, Maybe you got to watch this movie because uh, there's something wrong they, with me. I didn't even know that. I never knew that movie existed. Oh, so good. I mean, but the who's thing in is, that movie? Like I don't class. even know. Well, I mean, it's uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna botch their names. I can't pronounce anybody's names, but uh, it's the guy that played the uh, the congressional aide, the African American uh, that played the congressional aide in uh, House of Cards. He's an award winning actor. He won the Academy Award. His name is Mahashala Ali. And uh, um, I mean, the guy's guy's just un- unbelievably talented. And then you got Vigo Mortensen, who's playing the Italian guy, and he's playing Tony Lip. Okay, I mean, it's just literally, really, really good stuff. And it's about an Italian guy from the Bronx that's driving around a very refined uh, uh, African American pianist in uh, in the South and what they're going through you know what i mean and so anyway it was uh it was uh it was um 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 unbelievably good so i recommend that to people bohemian rhapsody scaramouche scaramouche uh i can totally see why the kid won the best actor uh i was emotionally moved in that movie because of the uh the illness that freddie mercury was suffering from and the fact that he had come out uh as a gay man in the 70s uh and he was living in a more traditional uh, Pakistani family. And so, so the, the tribulations associated with that, despite, is brilliant. So kudos to Rami uh, Malik for... Uh, wow, you're like together. Mr. Pop Culture. No, I just was just firing those up because I, I had uh, 14 hours in the point. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I also saw the Spike, the Spike Lee speech. And so I think uh, Spike Lee has gone through his sell-by date. Okay, also, you know, I think he's a total racist when it comes to the Italian-American community um, and the way he's portrayed the Italian-Americans in his movies. So I just find the guy ridiculous. So you're basically upset with the portrayal of blacks, but then you go after the Italian-American community in the same way that you're upset with people uh, for the way they're portraying the, the African-American community. So, I mean, the guy's like a total hypocrite. And like You know why you also that. shouldn't like him? Yeah, go ahead. Because he asked me for my number once at the Starbucks on Park Avenue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. He made that. He made the move on you. Yeah, but I, okay, here's my rule on that, okay? And I'd be interested to hear people's commentary uh, if you're listening to this. Here's my rule on that, okay? If you are hitting on a woman and the woman's not with the man, then it's, like, totally appreciate. Even if they have on, like, a know. wedding ring? Well, I don't See, know I think a wedding, wedding ring should be, on. like, a force field, you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, I understand, but did you have the wedding ring on at that time? Yeah, no, you did. I, not your wedding ring. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't want to touch anybody else's. Okay, your first husband. That's right. Fine. All right, all okay, right, well, look, so I mean, either I, I think tw- that's cool. <laughs> I think it's uncool to get the wedding ring on, but I don't think it's like inappropriate for a guy to hit on. I mean, I know you're not allowed to do anything anymore in our civilization as it relates to me too, but uh, whatever. I mean, I don't, you know, point is that. All right. Okay. Let's move on. Here's here's my protocol. Guy standing there with his wife, you're hitting on him. 
you're going to get your head flushed in a toilet. Okay, that's obviously happened before, as you know. And but if you're <laughs> if you're basically, you know, don't you know, if the guy's not there and you're hitting on a person, the person appears to say, "No, I don't think there's anything wrong with that." Okay. But Spike Lee, I think, is past his sell-by date. I think he's a loser at this point, oh, and I know oh he God. had to get the. I know he had to get the Oscar because I know we have to go in that direction now in terms of like just giving out the Oscars randomly. But in my opinion, I think the guy's a, a personal disaster. So You know what's anyway. beyond its sound by date? This portion of the podcast. So we're going to move on to Michael okay, Cohen. Right, what do you think ahead. about the fixer, a.k.a. Droopy Dog? Looks like Droopy Dog. Michael oh, Cohen. I like him. I've always liked them. As you know, I have. I was friends with Michael. I don't, I'm not a guy that likes turning my You might like him, on. but you're glad you don't look like him. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, I'm glad I look like me. Let's just put it that way. But <laughs> I, I, I would tell you that uh, he... You you're know, pretty look, boring. I mean, you're like, well, why are you so boring? Because you're in I'm the Middle East? To the good no, I'm getting to the good stuff right now. I'm oh. not censoring anything. I, I, Here's what I would say, and it's a big lesson... You could never be somebody's groupie. And if Michael was on this uh, radio cast with us right now, Michael, the mistake radio that cast. you made, you, you were your pocket, you were traveling with the rock and roll band. Trump was the lead singer. You fell in love with the guy and you got in the bus or the Volkswagen Beetle behind the bus and you traveled around with him and you were enthralled by the crowds and you were enthralled by the, the action around the guy and you subverted your personality. So, so, it sucks and it's unfortunate, um, but he's a good guy that did bad things. That's how I view Michael Cohen, and uh, he'll he'll pay his time to society. And then when he comes out, um, I'll be there to help him, just like I have with Bernie Carrick. I think you know how I feel about Bernie, and Bernie, I think got a raw deal. I'm I'm there. No, well, Bernie Carrick's Bernie. different. Bernie Carrick is his own man, kind of. You know what I mean? Like he's not. Oh, well, I got it. You know, look, but, I mean, you got you got a bum rap as well. But look, you got I mean, a bum rap, but day, he's, he's definitely more. Michael Cohen. I don't like what Michael's doing now, though. I don't think the. Idea well, do you think what he's like? The what the information and, he's bringing forth is relevant or helpful in any way? Or uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think it's relevant, honey, because of the way the operational procedures work around the president. You're not going to indict a sitting president if they decide that they want to move to impeach him. Look out, because the last time they impeached a sitting president over things that the American public didn't think were fair, uh, look at what happened in the 98 midterms. You know, a lot of Republicans got crushed, including Senator Alphonse D'Amato. So the Republicans created Chuck Schumer. Alphonse D'Amato was ahead in the polls. Uh, they moved to impeach uh, uh, Bill Clinton, and uh, Alphonse D'Amato got schmeisted in the election alongside yeah, of many of other Republicans. Yeah, there's a lot consequences. Yeah, so yeah. go ahead and impeach but you him. Could never You're not going to get him thrown really. out of office, and uh, you, you'll fortify his chances to get reelected. Mm -hmm. But that's what I think. Okay. Yep, well... He just doesn't seem to go, I don't know why he doesn't just, well, I guess he wants, he has a vendetta now because he's going to jail. Let me, let so. me ask you this, though, okay, because, you you know, I'm a little bit more charged up politically than you are. You think people have Trump fatigue at this point? You always ask me this. I don't know. I had Trump fatigue, like, on November 9th, 2007. <laughs> Six, whatever year that was. Trump is crazy. No, I, think, I, think, I think you, I think you had. I think you had Trump fatigue the night you met him at the Yankee game with Regis Philbin. That I was had like Trump fatigue years. on the campaign. 
I had, right. you know, no, it's you hard when your husband is in love with another man, you know? Oh, shut up. Okay. So, let me just say this to, let me just say this to our listeners. Okay. On election night, we were waiting for the results. I, of course, forced Deirdre to stay in the Hilton ballroom until the, uh, the president-elect descended down the steps. And I stepped on a campaign poster. <laughs> okay, and I went up, I went up in the air, like in a full matrix, Keanu Reeves position. Keanu. Okay. When I, Keanu Reeves, however you want to say it. And when I landed, there was a harumph and my diaphragm was blown out through my lungs. <laughs> I could barely breathe. Okay. And my wife was laughing the way Ray Charles plays the piano. Okay. The head snapping back and forth. It was like a combination of Stevie Wonder and Ray Charles at the piano, the way my wife was laughing at me. Oh, my while God. I was on the, my back with a fractured vertebra. No, because he came running over to tell me that we won Pennsylvania or something. Meanwhile, I couldn't yeah. care less at that point. I was sitting I on the floor, on like, texting everybody. The poster almost died. It was one of those, like, laminated, life. you know, you should have taken that as a sign. You slipped and broke your ass on the on the Trump campaign. Oh, that is! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was, oh, it was yeah. so funny. I wish I had it on videotape. Well, if we're going from one to the other, let's go to Robert Kraft because I think this is a fascinating story here. So he's, you know, he's a horny little dude. We're going from one degenerate to the next. Let's go. Yeah, so he's, I mean, let's just comment. I mean, I'm in, in some ways, I'm like, Next we'll hit up like, R. Kelly. We'll do R. Kelly after Robert Kraft. Yeah, but I'm Those in are bad initials, R.K., I guess. Okay, I what? I think so. But I think I'm in a little bit of shock. I'm slightly horrified, but at the same time, I'm like almost impressed with the horniness at age 77. <laughs> no, well maybe I mean, you got to be sitting there saying, I mean, this dirty old man is like trolling around in like strip malls in Jupiter, Florida. I mean, yeah, but you know what? Like, I mean, I've seen him in person you before. Slow clap him in some way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we've seen him in person. He doesn't come across as old. You know what I mean? He still has like a he has like a totally a, agree. a robust. Oh, no. I mean, I went, I mean, in full disclosure, uh, Danny Kraft was a year behind me at Tufts. Danny's a great guy. Jonathan Kraft, I don't know as well as Danny. Jonathan's wife went to uh, law school with me. She's a very nice person. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't, I look, I, I, well, let me ask you, do think you think the only that angle, prostitution, the only angle of this thing I don't like is the, drug, uh, is the sex trafficking angle. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're in a consulting consenting situation is I don't think it's that big of a deal, but I mean the, but do you think like paying people for sex is weird or should be legal? Um, well, listen, as they say, the cliche, it's the oldest profession in history. So, I mean, I think we're a bunch of hypocrites. I mean, it goes on all over in our society, but if you're trafficking underage women and you're aiding and abetting that, I think that that's horrifying. You know, and so I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know all the facts there. But bizarrely, I'm almost like thinking he deserves like a seven Super Bowl ring for the activity at age 77. You oh know what I mean? Oh, my God. I mean, that's horrifying. Right? He is be... a sick puppy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm right, sure exactly. you'll be just like that at 77. No, I'll be I'll be chasing you around. You'll Let me see. I'll, I'll, if I'm 77, you'll be like a smoking hot 62. And you could be like a GM elf at that point. You know what I mean? Bing, oh bing, bing. Bum, bum. I love you very much. Do you think that we'll have grandkids by then? Probably. No. Well, <laughs> no I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I, think so. I mean, maybe the older kids will have grandchildren at that point. But, I mean, maybe little Nick probably won't. Because I'll be 77. Nick will be 27. So, no. No. Nah. Probably won't have kids at that point. 
Um, but I mean, I think I think you'll be I think you'll be smoking hot. Oh, I'll thanks. Be very, I'm very cool with that. You know. <laughs> well, I think um, you definitely that, you probably know, get the better end of the deal in our age. I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta, you know, gotta figure out what Robert Kraft's eating though to be so energized. At no, but he looks. He looks good. I don't know. He looks like a cross yeah. between Ralph Lauren and Neil Diamond. Mm-hmm. And our our old yeah. therapist. Yeah, yeah. We don't bring up any names. We can't get in I trouble didn't. here. I just... go to go to R. Kelly for yeah. a second. Go ahead. So what's your what's your what's your opinion there? So R. Kelly and I have the same taste in food. So after, last night he headed straight to the McDonald's after he got out of um, lockdown. So how did you know that? That was like on Twitter. You know, everything is like a news. It was in the New York Post because the New York Post page six. They everything is a news item. You know. So the fact okay. that he ordered a Big Mac and barbecue sauce on the side and a coffee was in the news today. But mm-hmm. um, I think it's gross when people use their position of power to take advantage of people. So I, I think it's kind of ski bots and he's got he's to do the time. But I'm just confused about our whole country because like, so you could literally like shoot somebody point blank and you do like two years in jail and then... You do something like this, and then like you get a. Le- we just have the weirdest laws in our country. I have to say, don't you think? Yeah, no. I mean, you got a lot of contradictory things going on at the same time. I mean, you you're we're signing legislation for prison reform, but we want to uh, we want to punish people as it relates to their professions. It's almost like a professional capital punishment. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I guess. Uh, you know, there's a dichotomy there that I don't know, I don't fully understand. But so Avenatti is representing a bunch of the um, <clears throat> accusers. Yeah. So, so yeah, Michael's had his share of problems now too. So you know, everybody gets thrown under the rug one way or another. So did you see the um, the lawyer for R. Kelly though? I mean, I had to laugh. Avenatti tweeted it I, out. It was I like nothing like a grandstander. You know, the guy was literally taking pictures with people and taking selfies of himself outside of the courthouse like oh okay. yeah 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 steve Dude, greenberg like, yeah get, no i know i know exactly yeah how unprofessional yeah, yeah right? no he was looking yeah i know he was looking for a tremendous amount of publicity off this thing and so he was popping pictures and stuff like that so well if i was his client listen, i'd be heated yeah it's not cool it's, no. not, cool. it's not you know you got it's not it's not your job to be doing that i think it, that's totally uncool takes away um, from your so, whole, whole situation. So, so let me, let me, I mean, again, I'm, we're flopping and flipping all over the place, but like, do you think that uh, any real serious action should be taken against Robert Kraft based on the facts that you know so far? No, I mean, he had sex with somebody in a nail shop. I mean, I don't know. If it was a young girl who was here against her own will, I don't know. The funniest thing is Anthony and I used to go to Orlando before we had the younger set of kids. And we used to, he likes to get right. his nails and feet done. So we used to go to this place and it was so weird. Is that so bad? I mean, gender's a spectrum, no? No, I love it. I it's like very good for me because yeah. it's something for us to do. But Yeah, I was like half asleep and I get to look at, you know, my uh, my phone while someone's like, you know, massaging my feet. I don't know. Is that so bad? No. So... Anyway, but remember the like place? Tricks don't, yeah. Well, no, because it was like dark, was like dark was and like it had like curtains tricks. everywhere. So the oh, other day I mean, he's like, do you think like, that was the place? <laughs> I was like, I don't No, I, no, I was saying, do you think that's like an out branch? Is that like a, like, you know, like 
Kentucky Fried Chicken and Taco Bell have franchises. I was like wondering if that was like a sex franchise for the place in Jupiter. That's all. I mean, that was like that's Could a normal be. question they ask. I don't know. In this situation. I was never. I, I was never solicited. I, I never saw anything weird, but maybe. No, I mean nobody made nobody made a move on me or anything like that. But then again, you and I were together. Shocking. I don't know. Maybe if I walked in there alone. Oh, definitely. You were just a chick taken mag. out a different buffet menu. You know what I mean? I don't know if they like white no. white meat though. Well, well, Bob Kraft has got like a little. No, he's very tan. He's very tan. So you think he has like a? He's using his self tan around a Seaboard National Frankfurter? No. No. You think so? I don't no. think so. That's don't. that's like almost that would lead to infection. No. Oh, I mean, I'm. It's like an instant like UTI. I know. I'm holding my crotch right now. thinking you know, that <laughs> nothing falls falls off. I mean, this is horrifying. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, so... So what so, do you think about your you know, wingman, G- Donald Trump Jr.? In terms of what, though? About the Mueller what? report. You think he's going down, or you think it's all a big bunch of... Um, well, I can... I mean, look, I can only go by what he's saying to people. He, you know, people were saying that he was publicly saying he thought he was getting indicted. I never heard him say that, but now he's publicly saying that he's not worried about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think... So, I don't, like, the speculation is so silly. Like, we just have to wait for the report. You know what I'm saying? Then mm-hmm. we'll know. But everyone... Yeah. I don't, I don't, I look, I mean, I think if he was in trouble, I think we'd already know about it, but you know, I mean, they put enough, they got 34 people in trouble from this thing. So I think he, if he was in trouble, I think we'd already know. That's my opinion, but maybe I'm wrong. No collusion. Yeah. There was no collusion on our vacation either because of our kid in the room. Mm. uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, that was brutal. I mean, let's just face it. You know, if you're going, I mean, and Parents all over the country know this, but if you're going on vacation and your child's under the age of two, okay, and they're a little frightened at night because they're in a new situation, a new crib, and a new environment. A plastic, they're getting a up plastic in the middle. mattress crib. Oh, oh, the crib sucked. Every but time also, you moved, it was like whoosh, whoosh. When you, when you, when you put the... You, you, you and know, then you, you put, put the, the mosquito net over him. He's like, oh he God, thinks he's like trapped, like, like a like a the corn and shit. Yeah, you know, he was like running and stuff. It was like horrifying, <laughs> screaming, like you know, like he was like trapped in a Venus flytrap. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh and my he's God. a dramatic. I mean, let's just face it. For an eighteen-month-old, he's one dramatic son of a bitch, right? Screaming. Oh, I yelling, wonder where he got that from. So, oh, you, yo, oh, you're blaming all the bad traits on me? I don't think I'm dramatic. One time, one time, Anthony oh got into God. a car accident and he came back in. So it was in front of a restaurant and he came back into the restaurant where I was sitting with his parents. We were finishing up dinner and paying and he was like all cut up on his face. He had like glass shards all over him and his mom started screaming, oh, my God, somebody help him. He's a movie star. Oh, my I God. Was like, Is that how you're going to? 
Oh, I mean, my I'm God. 8,000 miles away. I can't even defend myself in this conversation. No, you don't remember that? I remember that. You don't remember her saying that, though? That someone needs to fix you because you were a movie star? I was like, he is? Okay, listen, I have have tried to live a lot of my life in denial, given the major dysfunctionality (laughs) of the situation. So, I mean, of course I don't remember that. Oh, God. I mean, mean, especially, this was like so many years ago. No one even knew who the hell you were. But in her mind, you were a movie star, though. Yes. Okay, thank you, honey. Uh, keep blowing me up. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, is so... Bomb, excuse me, is there a bomb shelter here at the uh, hotel? Okay, okay so, so let's talk about the red flag, though, because I'm, I'm, really, I'm really into the fact that there's somebody paying attention here. At least New York State has done a lot of bonehead things in the past few months, but I think this is actually one really good thing, this bill, about... Okay, tell me what. <clears throat> Do you know what it's about? Or no? Um... I don't. So okay. why don't you tell me? So basically, away. it's a bill that um, Cuomo put up um, saying that if someone seems to be a danger to themselves or to others, and I'm a teacher or like a school administrator, and I notice this odd behavior, I can go to a court, I can go to a judge, and I can say, you know, this person needs an evaluation or needs to be evaluated to make sure that. You're raising nothing. a red flag to slow down the process of the gun permit. Right. And I, I think that's a really good thing because if you go back in time and you start to ask people from, unfortunately, people who are involved in these other shootings, school shootings and stuff, they said there was definitely signs, you know, and and they didn't do anything or couldn't do anything about it. And look where they ended up or we all ended up. And if you can try to prevent something like that, I think it's a good thing. I know people will argue that it's, you know, big government and too much overreach and all this stuff. I don't think so. It's never too much overreach when it has to do with, like, our kids' safety, our children, anybody, any child's safety, I think. Well, I, I, you know, I do think that, you know, one of the, one of the problems, I mean, and, and again, I totally fine with it as a matter of legislation, so, but I think one of the problems the libertarians would have with it is that, like, I don't like you, and so I run to the police department and I say that about you, whether it's true or not. It may not be fair to the person. So no, I but think there has to be a, a layer of due process. But I do. Well, I hopefully, do think a teacher a or um, an administrator wouldn't have a personal vendetta against a student or something like that to go. Well, people are people, though. You know that people are people. We both know that, and uh, people have a tendency to act very irrationally. So, yeah. Know. Oh, well, well, you can say that about anything, but that's not a reason not to put the bill in place. I mean, I guess if they see if that's like happening. Since we're talking about New York related stuff, let's turn to the (laughs) 9-11 compensations fund. What do you think of that whole thing? Oh, I 100% uh, think that that needs to be It's running out of money and you need to to refund it. You need to put more money in it. Oh, definitely. I mean, there's like a thousand people a a month that are coming mm-hmm. forward with new illnesses and it's directly correlated and related to being either on site or mm-hmm. somehow involved with that tragedy. And if you think, you know, what was the exact number that passed away that day? Maybe 22,990 no, or something. Well, like whatever, that. you need to multiply it by the thousands from there because so many people have died from respiratory issues, um, 
mostly respiratory issues, and it's it's from the debris and everything that people were breathing in, and that's from people who were going to help, and were trying to be like good Samaritans. They deserve some they deserve some help themselves. I think. I mean, that's one of our country's biggest travesties, tragedies, and I think we owe it to them to to help them. Don't you? Yes, I totally agree. And uh, so there were uh, 2,996 confirmed deaths, okay? Um, And this is uh, people, um, you know, some of which died, you know, just shortly thereafter. But, but, you know, we're we're getting over 1,000 claims a month. And I will give Jon Stewart a lot of credit here because, you know, he's in there fighting for these people. And... I can tell you, honey, that I went down there 11 days after the attack on September the 22nd, which was Chris Quackenbush's memorial. That morning, I was down at 9-11, you know, in the, uh, in the area um, because we were really trying to figure out if there was any confirmation whatsoever of his physicality, his body, somewhere, anything. Um, and I can tell you that the smoke even right then and there coming off the rubble and the debris in the air, uh, you know, if you were there, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 days, six months, um, oh, I think that would have been even, even with one of those face masks on. No, I those filters would have lasted horrifying. like hours and that's it on that kind of heavy duty smoke. Mm-hmm. And I you think know, one, one <laughs> thing though, is I think this could be a, a, a situation where both Chuck Schumer and uh, uh, Donald Trump, they may be on the same side of this. They both were here in New York, or I'm not in New York today, but I'm a New Yorker, and I, and I think they see the need for the help, and that's what a good government does. They help people in need like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. This makes me so, want a beer. No? What kind of beer? You want a Carib? What kind of beer do you want? Well... If I could have any beer right now, it would be that beer I told you about that I got in Aruba, the Amstel Bright. But did you see this beer stuff with how Bud Light and, um, mm-hmm. well, I guess, who, who is it, Anheuser-Busch? Who 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 yeah. makes yeah, Bud Light? Yeah, they're fighting over who uses corn syrup in their... Well, they, uh, they had that Super Bowl ad shouting out yeah. other beer distributors or about using right. corn syrup. So they, right. at one point in time, had discussed coming together to try to, like, promote drinking beer or beer drinking again apparently Mm -hmm. it's hit a lull i don't know if you go to any college campus it doesn't seem like it but um so they were gonna what are they replacing with pot they're smoking pot probably right what are they doing well i don't know those are two different things you don't go to a bar and smoke pot you don't watch a a football game at a bar and smoke weed all right but i mean you think drinking is down uh or you think they're not drinking beer and they're drinking some other product well maybe they're drinking like Hard liquor, I don't know, but supposedly the the sales in beer, U.S. beer, are lagging. But so anyway, okay. they were going to come together and do this campaign, like you know, get back on the beer wagon. But now they're all they're all dismantling that and totally throwing it out the window because of the Super Bowl ad that that Anheuser Busch put together about the corn syrup. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Or you don't well, really care. I mean, I, I think it's like the beer alliance. It's such yeah, a funny I think name. it's helping both. Okay, I think the commercials. At first of all, I thought were funny, where they're carrying around the big 
you know, barrel of corn syrup. And, you know, it's a little disgusting. But I hate I think how you say syrup. Is, you say sir, how, You say syrup. Okay, how would you like me to say it? It's syrup. 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 Now you, now, now it just feels like I'm wearing the green book now where the, uh, the black Neil, pianist how do you is say uh, syrup? yelling at the Italian-American syrup. You say guy. syrup, right? Syrup. Yeah. You don't say syrup. No. Anthony does. It was like I was dating somebody years and years ago, and I was sitting at the kitchen tech counter, and the the girl that I was dating, the mother told me I had an elocution problem. And I was like, I have an elocution problem? What the fuck does that even mean? I didn't know what it meant. F-bomb. Sorry, I take back the F-bomb. But then I was like, I thought it was like some kind of electrification or something. No, you do say things like weird and I don't some no you speak so eloquently that person is bugging but you do pronounce certain words like really funny I can't think of them right now but syrup is one of them and okay. then I say tomato I mean what do you do say tomato I mean you're like cool now that you say no, tomato. Like, I'll think of the other yeah. ones and I'll tweet them okay. out but I'll yeah I'll tweet oh them God. out but like, sometimes like you Trump, say yeah. them and I'm like what the heck is he talking about okay all right. Well, yeah. look, I don't know. I mean, probably don't pronounce everything perfectly, but I mean, so what? Yeah. All right. So, so let me, let me, let me twist this. Pretzel we need to wrap this up because I need to go get my hair done. All right. All right. Well, let me, let me twist this pretzel shaped conversation in one more direction. Okay. And I actually think bizarrely that Trump is going to do a seven ten split here with the orange bowling ball that he's throwing in Asia right now. So he's going to get the Korean deal done. And that pin is going to knock into the Chinese. And so he's going to end up with a Chinese trade deal, arguably by the 1st of April. And I would say sometime by the end of this year, with the help of the Chinese, uh, they're going to denuclearize the North Korean peninsula. And so we're going to win so much, you may even get tired of winning. Yeah, I mean, he's going to win on this. And and the, the weird thing is, I think he's actually... The kid probably doesn't want to give up the leverage of having these nuclear weapons because I'm sure he's loving the attention of all these different summits. But I do think that the president's onto something uh, uh, related to this kid, where the kid will choose the economic growth. Versus I love how you call the, him uh, the kid, little rocket man. Oh, I mean, okay. How old is the kid? How old is Chairman Kim? Go ahead. I don't know. In his thirties. And I got him at like. Yeah, I got him at like 31 years old. You don't say, don't you don't refer to me like as the kid at home. I mean, I'm in my 30s and I'm not running a country. You're like the hot young wife I refer to you as. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah, it's just funny, the kid. Okay, hold on. Let's look him up. Okay. Okay, he's born uh, in 1984. And he's, he's born on Elvis. January yeah, so 8th. Born, yeah, he's born on Elvis's birthday. He doesn't, he doesn't, oh, he's hey, a Capricorn, maybe, maybe, like you. Maybe he's the maybe he's the reincarnation of Elvis. I don't know. Fat Elvis when he used to when he stroked yeah, down probably, on the yeah, toilet he's bowl. Probably, he's probably the 1977 version of Elvis. There'll be somebody down, sitting right? on their bed that weighs 400 pounds. <laughs> yeah, I mean this guy. This guy's definitely, you know, he's eating a lot. Let's not just describe what he's eating because I don't want to get in trouble. But you know, he's eating a lot. Okay. All well, right. Well, what on that note. I hope you have yeah. a great trip. I'll be over here handling all the crazies inside okay. the house and outside miss, of the house. I miss you, babe. Miss you, too. Right. And Love when you, you come down, I'm going to I mean, come back. I'm going to have new hair. I'm going to go buy me some new hair. 
All right, I'm crawling out of the bomb shelter now. I'm feeling better. Okay. Bye. Have a good Bye. night. And Love we'll see you. everybody next week on Mooch and the Misses. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Mooch and the Misses uh, at Scaramucci and at Deirdre Scaramucci too. Check us out online and I'll tweet those weird words that Anthony says when I remember them. See you next week. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.